Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gamers, geezers, geeks, and nerds alike. It's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. Joined by Keith. We're lovingly calling my fat man in Thailand. How are we doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just want to say my pronouns are attack helicopter. Just want to say that. Because, you know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for when all this woke stuff disappears and everyone becomes obsessed with aliens. Yeah, well, I or think, simulation theory, one of the two. I think the tides be turning. I think the tides will be turning. I, um, I think so too. The reaction to the, the, the Snow White um, debacle has been quite wonderful to watch. Um, God, can I that mean, silly what... bitch keep her mouth shut? That's the first thing. I oh, should, I should this think. is the wonderful thing. She's now tweeting peace and love and everything, and yet she's the one that's spouted all the hate. It's like, oh, leave me alone. Don't attack me. Oh, I expected some of this, but it's like, no one else was spouting hate until you opened your mouth. Right? and attacked a beloved classic by millions of people and you wonder why people are now attacking you back Duh. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I, I just I found it quite amusing actually I just found it very very funny and uh, girl, Gal Gago now doesn't get a pass from me anymore she can fuck off as well um I, I've given her a pass because she's pretty. She doesn't get that anymore. <laughs> so, how have you yes. been? Because you, you 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 were on holiday last week. Where were you? Where were you? Yes, I, I went to I went to Disneyland Paris with Nigel and his family. It wasn't me. My family went as well. Because um, that just sounds really weird. It was me and Nigel's family. I just I just bubbled along. Went I'm coming with you. Um, move aside. You're sharing the bed with me. Um, <laughs> Um, yes, it's, um, um, had a good one. We don't have Hello Dave anymore, sorry. Hello Dave! Sorry, it is, no, it's it's tradition. Hi Biff, hi Tanif, and, uh, and just, you know, because it's been two weeks, Hello Dave! Um, so... I, I, just to point out that I have Dave's book, I haven't got around to reading it at the moment, it's sitting downstairs in the front room with, with like, kind of, please read me. Um, so I will I will read that and then I'll, I will leave a review. I'll, I'll give you hit four stars, David, because I didn't help you on this one. All right, just by default. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, this week we'll be talk mostly talking about um, Babylon Five: The Road Home, and um, uh, what do you call it? Babylon Five: The Road Home, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. And Star Wars Ahsoka. Well, we've got to talk about. It. Look, I, I've been really good. I am not no, talking no, no, about no, no, Star no, Wars no, for weeks. No, no, no. We don't have to talk about it. Uh, it's, it's, we do. We. I mean, it's one of those things you cannot ignore. Um, uh, it, a bit like the whole Snow White bullshit. It's why I mentioned it. It's, we've been off air for a couple of weeks, and a lot of shit has happened. So, because somebody fucked off to Disneyland. I mean, honestly. Oh, go um, away. You're not like you've been fuckering <laughs> off the weekend holidays here and there. And it's, it's I'm joking. In Singapore, I'm... drinking Singapore slings. I wish. Um, uh, Star Wars has really had its day yet. Yeah, I agree. But we'll we'll, we'll get on to that. Um, or should we get, get through that first and then we can talk about oh, the positive? Let's get over, let's get, oh, all right. Let's, let's get it over and done. Because um, B5 was a positive thing. Um, so... Yeah, Ahsoka. Um, yeah, it it's a it is a sequel to Rebels, so I don't actually know why they're calling it Ahsoka because it's it's Rebels. It is a continuation of the Rebels storyline. Um, I mean, the, the, the positive things before I dump on it, right? Um, Chopper was funny. The the five seconds that Chopper's on screen. It's always cool to see a snarky dwarf, you know, and he, and he, you know, at one point he wants to commit mass genocide, which is brilliant. Um, I love that droid. Um, and that was one of my favorite things about Rebels when you introduced me was that Chopper was not like any other droid. He was a bastard. And he's, you know, a bastard in this. Has no problem with killing thousands of people. It just, I love it. <laughs> um, so he's a bit of a, bit of a, a nut job. Um Anything else positive I can say about this show? I actually I loved seeing um, Lothal in 
done properly. That was kind of cool. Um, Ray Stevenson is actually pretty fucking good in this. Um, you know, I could watch him on screen with a fucking lightsaber, and that would be amazing. Um, so he is pretty good in this. Um, the lo- they have a loaf cat, which is kind of good. Um, and that's where I finish on the the really the, on the good the, points. Yeah, the girl that it they've ended. cast as Sabine, Sabine is quite good, but she gets stabbed through the chest and <laughs> survives. What is it with Disney Star Wars? You can get stabbed through the fucking chest with a lightsaber and survive now. It's okay, no problem. You know, poor old Qui Gon gets stabbed through the chest, dies. Every other fucking whammon get uh, gets stabbed through the chest, dies. You know, survives. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, Hera is massively miscast. I just can't. You know, they've they've fucking cast um ewan mcgregor's bit on the side now wife um and she's she's a phoebe wanna bridge wannabe um and her face just does not work for hera you know you look at like you look at like the cosplayers and i mean this in a in, in a serious way you look at the cosplayers the best looking heras are always black girls because that's what she kind of looked like in in the cartoon and in actual fact most of the time that you see the mm-hmm. the green girls they usually are black women because they are have a smooth face this is a white woman who's way too tall because hero was quite short this woman's six foot fucking eight or something she's huge really tall and it, it shows it just it doesn't work and then i don't know what it is with with ahsoka but ahsoka is meant to be nimble fast can jump can run around and I mean the fight scenes do. She barely hops around. It's so pathetic. There's a bit where she's got these two droids coming at her, right? And and she does this flip around. She doesn't even she literally her foot does this far above the ground. It's just lame. It's it it's really bad, the fight scenes. I mean they they could have got a stunt double in at least. It just it looks like it's Rosario Dawson. She just can't dance for shit. And then something, and then the thing that's totally ruined it for me <laughs> is somebody posted something on somewhere, and actually, I now think you know, having said this five years ago, I say oh, Rosa, Rosario Dawson's perfect for Ahsoka. She isn't. She's just always like not really talking very much, and Ahsoka was uh, always quite bubbly. What? What? And then somebody suggested the actress that should have played her. Just hear me out here. Do you remember Marvel's first Spider-Man film? Do you remember the girl that he fancied before MJ? The girl that was, you know, the daughter of, um, what's his, the, the flying, fucking, yeah, the vulture, the flying. That that girl, that actress, mm, that's Ahsoka. They, they somebody did a mock up, and I just went, oh shit, yeah, yeah, that does work. Um, well, it doesn't, Keith. It's, it doesn't matter because you can't help these people because they can't write character. Yeah. You you had a go a while back saying that. This is the age. When I say a while back, I mean like years back. Saying that Stephen Moffat couldn't write female characters. Now, given all the female characters you've seen in Star Wars and Marvel, can Stephen Moffat write female characters? Because I think, yeah, I he think can he write... write female characters. I think he can write better female characters. But uh, I hate to say this: the last few things that I've seen out of Moffat have not been good. And I maintain that I didn't think very much of Dracula. I really fucking didn't like that David Tennant series i thought that was terribly bad awful crap um so i don't you know and but it's, it's uh, but hang on a second i would still take that over this and i have because um, i'm not watching this it's a shame because you were the one that introduced me to rebels and i loved rebels and yeah but this that was back in the day that they actually bothered writing yeah no it's true it's it is true because uh, it's, it's uh, what, what i've been told is that there's a lot of just like long staring at each other, um, and long walks. Like they're no, there's a lot. Runtime. There's a lot that happens. I mean, the first episode is it. There quite a bit happens, but it just had we not had a really shitty season of The Mandalorian and that fucking farce that was Obi Wan Kenobi TV series. In fact, if we'd not had the Obi 
the Mandalorian full stop, if I'm actually being honest. Um, now I look back at it, if we just had like, you know, what's its fate, Andor, right? And we, you know, we got they carried on the cartoons in the background. We had Andor as a series, and and that had been it. Possibly you would have looked at this in a different light. Um, but no, it's not good. It's it's she doesn't feel like a so you know when you saw her in in the Mandalorian she did feel a bit more Ahsoka like, but I liked the character of Ahsoka Tano. I think she came into her own in Rebels and here she's just portrayed as this moody person. It just doesn't work. All three of them moody. Yeah, I, I don't get me started on Hera. I mean, I, I've said what I've said about Hera. She's massively miscast. This actress is not Hera for me. The only one that's been, I think, correctly cast is is, is Sabine. Sabine works, um, especially when she cuts her hair short. I can see Sabine there. The guy that they've cast as um, Ezra sounds like Ezra and sort of looks a bit like Ezra. You only see him as a hologram, but he, he sounds like Ezra. The rumor is that they're bringing what's its face back, and it's the same voice. Well, they've already done that in in Mandalorian, so at least there'll be recognizable voices. But <sighs> meh. I mean, I'm just I shouldn't feel like this about Star Wars. And ah, it's got Wes Chatham in it. Yeah, it's got David Tennant in it. I know it's got um, David Tennant in it. I heard that. It's got Ray Stevens, and Ray Stevens is a really interesting kind of protagonist, and. It's the o- the only thing that will make me watch more is because I want to know where, how, and what Ray Stevenson is, if you know what I mean, where he fits in. Um, but I, unfortunately, uh, Filoni's taken the woke pill. But he's taken the woke pill, and it's next Disney product, please. It's 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 not the woke pill. It's the fucking serious lack of effort. That's the bit that gets on my tits. Oh, there's more effort than this. There's more effort in this than season three of Mandalorian. Definitely, you can see that. I'll give them that. Mm. But it's yes. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at it, and it's. I, ha- I actually have no interest for this. Really, have don't blame no me. interest for this whatsoever. It's just. I don't blame uh, me. It, um, it's telling a story that is telling one of the Thrawn trilogy things from like the nineties, and uh, there's bastardizing the whole thing. So I'm like, oh, I, I just no, I'm dead. Star Wars is so dead. Like Marvel is dead to me now. Yes, yes. Where's Chatham as in Amos? Yeah, yeah. Although I saw an interview with him the other day where they were. Um... They were doing a live stream about the game that's come out. Uh, I, I love mm. him, actually. He's a genuinely... He comes across as a really nice guy. And every time I've seen him do, do the shows and the interviews and everything, well, he's he just comes across as a really nice guy and, a, and an enthusiastic fan of the material. Um, no, Tanner. Well, look, if you're going to pick any of them, this is the better one outside of Andor, this is probably the best one outside of Andor that they've done, but that isn't saying much. Um, uh, Here, Biffa says, Star Trek is dead and Doctor Who is dead. Well, you say that, right? But then we got Picard Season 3, okay? And Picard Season 3, we were genuinely enthusiastic about, and if they bring back Terry Metalis, right, and he does Star Trek Legacy, you know we're all going to watch it. You know we're all going to watch it, and we're probably going to love it. All it takes, you see, you say this about Star Wars, and and I, I I do agree with you. It's the same with Marvel, but I know damn well know that if they get some kind of, te- well, well, you know, what's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> um, um I look, That's, it's not perfect. The wind out it's yourself, not perfect. No, it's not. It's not perfect, but it was still the best Star Trek I've seen in years, and I've watched it numerous times. It was, no, no, hang on a second. It was a coherent story. It yeah. won on being a coherent story with like logic. Remember logic and logic and characters and stories. 
It had that. I, you can't deny that. Re- it. it did have character. I, and logic. I rewatched it this week and still loved the end. I liked it. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I liked it. Uh, I think if they can do that with Marvel or Star Wars, we might end up liking it. I don't think they're going to. No. I think Hollywood is fucked. Um, Marvel is fucked. Disney is fucked. Right? The best thing they can do right now is sell off the parks. Or you won't be going to Disneyland next No, week. God, no. They, that's the last thing. They do. That's, where they, like, that's where they get their money from. No, even, I, I, even, I think... Hang on a second. Even with their yeah. reduced attendance, they still get more money from the parks than they are from the bloody... What do you call it? Yeah, but it'd be the, park, the parks the parks that will go. That's the problem. Um, because Disney are fucked. They, they, I'm saying sell the parks to save the parks. Because that's the only thing about Disney no, that but, I like. What do you call it? That's the... I know, it's the... What do you call it? That's the bit that makes them guaranteed to make the money. That was the thing that kind of cocked them up in, in COVID. Yeah? It's the thing that makes them... Yeah. Trust me. Go online. Book, <coughs> book a trip without actually booking a trip and see how much money you fork out for it. And you go, oh, oh yeah, no, I know how it's... I know, but they're not making any money. They've lost money. And this year, they're going to have lost billions. And, I mean, they haven't had... Every single movie they've made is a flop. Uh, time for some something fresh. I hear there's something up and come author in Beijing's book. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I wonder who that author could be. I wonder if he's released well, a book uh, recently. I tell you what, Dave. You are you are better than 95% of people working in Hollywood. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Did you know that Walt Disney World makes as much money selling popcorn as it costs to run them, not nightly uh, fireworks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's amazing. I, 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 the the reason I said that was I, I, I don't want to see the parks disappear. I don't want to see the parks because it's still my dream to go to Disney, uh, at Disney World. But I, 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 I just, um, I don't want to. I, I want Disney as a company at the moment to die, and I don't want the parks to die. And that, that's that. That's because I, I hate Disney. What they've become. I'm sorry, they, I do. They, right, but they, I love so the what, parks. But they or need the to idea of going to the parks. They need to bin all their fucking management, top to bottom. Yeah. Just bin them all because yeah. they're making all the wrong decisions. Seriously, Kathleen Kennedy gone. Kevin Feige gone. Iger gone. All the people that uh, uh, have been doing this stuff just gone. All of them gone because you're not doing the right thing. If you're not making money, that, you're they need to, it. It's either that or they consolidate down and just run the parks and make a couple of movies a year and stop making fucking remakes of your cartoons and employing stupid fucking bitches that, you know, just shit on everything you've done before and, and, and don't fire them immediately. <laughs> I mean, this was done back in D22 or D23 months ago. It's only come back up because there's no news because everyone's on strike. Well, stay on fucking strike. The only thing that has pissed me off, right, about this damn strike is I have to wait till 2024 to see June 2. Pissed me off, right? And the fifth fucking book that I've been waiting for in a series is not coming out because the, for some fucking reason, and I don't quite understand this, the guy that does the narration on Audible won't do any work, any new, or um, uh, won't do any new um, narrations whilst the, the writers are on strike, which I didn't quite understand. So um, I don't get my fucking fifth book in a certain series. I'm annoyed. My wife is in Biffa having an argument over which about. I prefer. I like Universal. Me and my son love Universal. Got the, but they have got the cooler rides. The Velocicoaster is just not whole. Yeah, but there's one. something special about Disney. The 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 the, 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 the I'm I'm with Tanif on this. I I I know that Universal has some cooler stuff. I know that Universal has Harry Potter World and all of that shit, but there is That's... something special about Disney that, that no other company can quite touch. So I get it. I get it. There is some, I you know, given the choice, I want to go to Disney and Epcot. I'd go there over Universal, even though Harry Potter and everything else. Um, and I know I'd probably have more fun at Universal, but there's, there's something... Um, <laughs> there's something... <laughs> Um, Sorry, yeah, please. it's not an argument. She's right. She's right. It's not an argument. I it's, agree with her. It, it has lost... I'll be honest with you. The first, It has lost its shine a little since the pandemic. The staff don't seem... The staff at Disney were, like, on form 
before the pandemic and after the pandemic, they're not as uh, they're not mm. as uh, engaged as, as as they were, which kind of sucks. And that was the one thing that really separated apart was the people that they had there, and you could really feel the difference. And as soon as that went down, that's when I was like, I think Universe might be better. I love Harry Potter world. The bloody uh, dragon on top of Gringotts is fantastic. When you go to Gringotts and you just got the big dragon just breathing fire every so often, that's just I really enjoy that. Uh, Did you see the male what? princess at Disney Parks? No. Yes, I've heard about this. It's what true. the fuck? Yeah, that's true. Um, right. so, so the London Shore is 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 so is not very good. Um, no, not really. Um, I can't get excited about it, and it's a shame. Uh, it, it, it annoys me that Disney have taken everything and destroyed everything. Um, you know, the same thing seems to be happening with, 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 well, has happened with Star Trek. Um, the only damn good thing, uh, to come out of New Trek was Prodigy and they canceled that. Um, which was actually the only Star Trek other than Picard season three that I've actually enjoyed out of, out of, out of this new lot. And they canceled that. So, um, I'm rewatching shit. I've been going through Lucifer. I rewatched Picard season three because kind of got a bit sick of Lucifer for a while. So I watched Picard season three, then came back to finish off Lucifer. Um, I'm just rewatching stuff. I'm rewatching stuff, and I'm I'm into in, you know interlacing it with other things that are coming out. So I you know I watched B five, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, and yeah, there's nothing coming at the cinema. Hollywood are fucked. Hollywood are fucked. Um, and they should stay on strike because then there's going to be a reckoning because, you know, no matter what you believe, you need to have some money in the pot. The, the, the you know, the, the, the thing that happened at Warner Brothers has now happened to Amazon Studios. Unfortunately, they're still fucking making rings apart, but they're apparently that is, um, that is already pretty much in the can, so they can't cancel it. Um, yeah, here we go. Um, oh my god, I'm right. This, um, this shit needs to end. Sorry, all right. Sorry, Keith, I'm, I'm just gonna interrupt you here because uh, I, you know, it's like check one. I'm not too sure if it's genuine because it comes from, from a, a thing called Mousetrap News. Um, no, it is your characters the first time is a magical experience. In fact, most people seeing the characters for the hundredth time. It's just as magical. Disney does an amazing job with the character interactions, especially in their parks. However, the latest development in Disney character meet and greet is nothing but controversial. Now men can play the role of Disney princesses in the Disney parks. Oh my fucking word. Oh my word. I, 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 oh my God. I, I part of me is like kind of this is, I, I can't, I'm, I, I, I can only find one source. And usually when I when I do other when I do my other podcast and I usually I can usually find three or four sources to back up what I'm saying unless it's something funny and then I'm keeping it from that one source. Um but it's I just uh, I'm uh no, no, I'm sorry. It's uh, it, no don't please for God love of God, don't 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 do it. So part of me thinks mm, there might be a touch of bullshit. Maybe I was brought up in a meeting, someone said it and nothing happened. I've heard it. I've heard it. I'm not on that source, but I can't find it at the moment. Um, but Amazon have, although Amazon renewed the peripheral, it's now been cancelled, and several other things that Amazon have been cancelled. Unfortunately, Rings I, of Power what, hasn't fallen two, into that. The chat. peripheral's been cancelled. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh well. I kind of enjoyed the peripheral, um, but yeah, it wasn't. It, it, was, it was. It was. It was. It was a clear like mid TV series. Um, it was renewed. It was enjoyable. Went into production, you know, shut down. They've cancelled it. They're blaming it on 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 the thing to save face. But apparently, a lot Amazon, the way they've been renewing things and throwing money, while well, the money is running out, um, and the the, the same is going to happen at Netflix. The same is going to happen at Netflix. The same is going to happen at Disney. Um, you haven't seen it fall yet, but there is now rumours of an FCC investigation because. There is now evidence to show that they've been inflating figures, which is illegal. Um, so there, oh no, there it's is Disney that... magic, Keith. 
Uh, it's well, Disney it's magic, be. Keith. That's what it is. We, 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 you never know. We might get a mugshot of Bob Iger before long. Um, oh <laughs> just... He did look like the Grinch. Um, <laughs> I'm he not going political, like Grinch, but he did, yeah. look like, he did look like the fucking Grinch. In that um, um, do you know what gets me? Is he keeps trying to play blame bloody Bob Chapek. And it's like, no, you made that decision, you dumb fuck. Um, um, but let's talk about something positive now, because, um, yeah, I watched B5. Good. It was Tell good. Me. Let's leave it there. <laughs> so it was. Me, it was really good. It was really was good. A, I enjoyed it. There was a few it. annoying things in it. I, I found the person who voiced Delenn quite annoying because she went all Spanish. And it's like, mm, yeah. She get towards some kind of like Eastern European, maybe Yugoslavian accent, which she had. Um. So you had that. That was that was thingy. I like the bit where it was like kind of oh, I've got a. I've got this new job and all I'm doing is opening shopping malls and cutting ribbons and hospitals. And then he turns up because oh, I've got this new new reactor. Because oh, really? Okay, cool. I'm just gonna cut the the, the 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 ribbon, I suppose. And then they turn it on, and he as he turns it on, he turns around and goes, uh, what did you say it was powered by? I went tachyons. And then if you know anything about the B5 episode where they get B4, if he gets exposed to tachyons, he'll get dislodged in time. And he's like, oh crap. <laughs> just like a boom. Which made sense. It didn't come from back. The downside is if you're someone new watching that, you have no no clue of what's going no, on. No, that was very much for the fans. Um, I thought the guy they found to play Franklin sounded like Franklin. The guy they got to play Garibaldi was like Garibaldi. Um, and Zathros was very good. Delenn was not. Shikar was awful. Yeah, um, yeah, Jakar wasn't. Uh, and that was a bit of a letdown. Delaney and Shakar were not good. Um, but there were moments I loved where where I think he was, when when he arrives in that sort of alternative near the end reality where it's young Sheridan and they've never heard of the shadows and under his breath, he goes, you know, calls Afros. Who's Afros? No one listens to Afros. <laughs> but Sheridan yes, does the yes. impression. That made me yes. giggle. That made me giggle. Um, and I loved that. I loved that scene. Um, there's a couple of things that I really noticed, right? Even though this was a cartoon, B5 really got kind of cool and detailed, and the fucking shadow ships, right? They had a shitload more detail on them. Like, I didn't, a lot I didn't more like detail. That. I didn't like that. I like the idea that they kind of blend in with the background. You have trouble seeing a minister in hyperspace, and it always they look like you can get stamped by them. So I wasn't too sure. The little <sighs> fighter things I was fine with, but... It's kind of they went a bit out of TT rather than, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'm a, massive, I'm a massive fan of those original Shadow ships. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I I would I would like to see more of the you know what's its faces the White Stars and we didn't get enough of that. Um, but look, it was a good B five story. It, you know, I like Zathros. No one listens to Zathros. Um, and I love that we have. I've always I always liked Zathros, and so I was like I like that we got a lot of Zathros in this. Um, we didn't get enough of Vonover. We did not get enough of, of Vonover, um, which was a shame. Um, and I found the whole scene where the Vorlons are going to destroy Earth by crashing the moon into it. And so that bit with the Vonover and, and what's his face there, Londo, I found that really quite odd. Um, it didn't, it just felt a bit silly. It, um, I, 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 I get where they were coming from um, hmm. uh, in regards to um, the silliness of it, but it, it did actually make sense. It was like kind of why waste, why waste our uh, our planet killing? What's he, what are you doing? Why Sorry. waste? You opened up a window and opened up all the way over there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why <laughs> waste our planet killing ray destroying a planet? We can just push a moon in there and save some energy. Um, that I I I got that. I liked that. I liked seeing the because it was like there was a little bit there's a bit wishlisty in there because it was like the, the 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 Icarus waking the shadows up for the first time, which is probably something he wanted to show, but budget wise he couldn't do, or production wise he couldn't do. So we got that in there, which was quite good. Uh, he also did the invasion of the station from the B four thing where you get the signal come through the rift. Where you've got Vonova saying, Oh no, they're, they're killing us, and then you've got them invade, invading the station. Um, I think I think when Tath was watching it, she had trouble with the fact that uh 
Sinclair just instantly was like, I'll trust trust you, Sheridan. That was like kind of... Mm. The guy they got to do um, Sinclair sounded like him. I mean, th this was the thing. They found actors that really sounded like Franklin. Garibaldi sounded like Garibaldi. In fact, I thought the if I hadn't known the actor that uh, was uh, played Franklin had died, I would have thought that was him. That voice was so uncannily good. So why the hell couldn't they find just decent people to play Delenn and, and, you know, Shakar? I mean, Shakar was just bad. It's, it's quite a hard actor to follow. Um, yeah, but there's enough impersonators out there. That, that, mm. that There's very good impersonators out there that I think could have done a better voice. Um, yeah, it, it was... Uh, and, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I, I did think it was... It was it was very... It felt very kind of choppy because of the way they did mm -hmm. it, but it, it was not choppy, unexpected choppy. But it was because it was going backwards and, and, and forwards. And then uh, you had the end, which was I thought was a bit lovey, lovey-dovey towards the end, mm. where it was the thing chasing him down was Delenn trying to rescue him all that time, um, which was sweet and a bit... And then when you hear her talk, you're like, oh, no, you fucked up. Because <laughs> I always remember, I listened to some of the commentary on the B5 DVDs, and there was a great one where you had, I think it was um, Sheridan... Ivanova and Garibaldi. Um, so it's um, what's his most Bruce Box like now, uh, Claudia Christian and Jerry Doyle. And they always said, whenever, whenever um, Watsamush spoke, uh, Mara Ferlin spoke, they always were like, quick, find a chair. Because <laughs> she has. Because she, she was at the long, gravitas. long diatribe thing. Um, she did, but she had gravitas. Yeah, um, oh, no, she could. Uh, no, no, but her and Jakar. And even yeah. even in Peter Jurassic could deliver those long yeah. monologues and do really well at it. But you um, see, I loved Shakar. I I always loved Shakar as a character. Um, I, I like. I mean, I like most of the characters in it. Um, but Shakar was one of my favourites. Um, and so it was a letdown in the cartoon. The cartoon, the way they they anim. The way he looked in the cartoon didn't look like Shakar. Shakar was much sort of chubbier in the face, um, and this they made him very narrow. Was well, sure, like looked like Sheridan, like a big fella. Yeah. Um, he was. I mean, he was a big bugger had... in real life. Mm. He was. Uh, yeah, it was weird because he stayed. Apparently, he'd get into costume and then he'd stay in costume all, all, all he'd stay in costume as long as he could. So he'd greet the families and the children, and mm. everyone said that. When um, when babies saw him, they would just be mesmerized by his eyes, because he's got big, he's got big red eyes. Uh, so he was just they'd be absolutely mesmerized by his eyes, and they were like, "Oh." Um, Dad, Bill, Bill Mummy in there from um, Lost in Space, yes, Lanier, and he said, "Because I, I watched the extras, and he was like, kind of, I'm definitely coming back because I don't have to put any bloody makeup on. You can just call, just phone me up, and I'm there." Um, which was which was quite an interesting thing, and they had some interviews and bits with people behind the scenes, and you got to see some of the the, the guys doing it. And it was the the the, the guy the, the people they hired seemed to have some reverence and some understanding of the characters, and they didn't just hire any old duffer. They had to know what they were they were talking about. So that was a good thing. Um, it's supposed to be um, oh, where is it? Oh, where is it? Biffa put in there. We go. It's supposed to be pilot for a future tv series i'm hoping it is even if it's just a string of tv movies and we get like one a quarter um well, i can live with I that i mean there's so there's so many things because it was meant to be rebooted then yes. this came out so we you know and they still haven't said the reboot is dead um so i i don't know i, I the, the the thing is i don't think you can reboot it i just think they need to recast the guy that voiced Chicago and the, the guy that the 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 voice to lend. If they can find actors that get get closer to those voices, it works for me. Um, it works for me. Look, this felt the most B five thing in a long time, and I really enjoyed it. I, I, overall, I enjoyed it. There there were th there were there were things about it, but then you know, if I'm being honest, uh, and I, I can say the same about Picard season three. Shh, don't tell Biffa. Mm. Um, but um. <laughs> Um, but I enjoyed it and it, it was a good watch and there were moments that genuinely made me laugh 
And it's funny, you, you just reminded me of something completely different, but it I I'd forgotten this. Um when you were talking no, no, it was Lucifer scene. When you were talking okay. about um the actor that plays Shakar calming down babies, I'd forgotten mm-hmm. the scene in season five of Lucifer where he puts his devil face on to calm down Charlie a Menadil's son. And he, mm-hmm. there's a bit where they've actually filmed it and the thing going, <laughs> and that's the devil. And his baby's going, <laughs> like that. And I still that makes me laugh my head off. Um, <laughs> um but um no, I, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it. Um the shadow ships didn't bother me as much. I thought there were some cool extra details in places. Um and I thought B five just looked that, that end scene of B five just looked really cool. Um and the extra detail that had gone into the animation there. Um Biffer is right, the ending was a bit surprise whammon. Um oh, it but was no, bit... no, it wasn't. It was surprise it... Love conquers all it was hippie shit. It wasn't woke shit, it was hippie shit. We can go and admit that it was hippie shit. Love conquers all, blah blah blah. Which I'm fine with because I miss I miss the hippie shit. <laughs> I, I understand I, the hippie shit. I, I hope you're right, but I also can see why he perceives it that way because oh, yeah, at no, first no. I, given, I kind given, of did as well. Given, I'm giving given it a pass. Everything, given everything, mm. I, and given the age of, of JMS and all the stuff that I've seen him write, it's fine. It's it, I can mm. live with that. That's It, no, it made sense. It didn't come out of nowhere. Especially if you watched B five, maybe if you didn't watch no, B five, no. it was. But it was. It, I agreed. It. it didn't come. Out, it, it was kind of earned. I will get. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The Sheridan and Delane did love each other very much. So, yes, uh, and that had been well established in the first uh, few seasons. So, yeah, no, you're correct. But I enjoyed it. I'm assuming you did. You liked it. You were quite positive about it when I hadn't seen it. Yes. So. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. downside is that it doesn't work as a pilot for something new. It really doesn't. It's a it's a it's a very yeah. fan servicey thing. But I think there's enough B five fans out there that would watch this. Yeah, well, um, I bought I bought it on four K Blu Ray, so um. Yeah, I think there's enough enough of uh, enough of a uh, uh, um uh, enough fans out there that want to see it, and you know, and you never know, right? I mean. Things, if this strike carries on, it might bring a resurgence around and people start streaming it again and watching it all again. I've got the whole lot through Apple TV. So, you know, I, I'm thinking I might go back to B5 for like the umpteenth millionth time and start watching it again because there is just nothing good. So, and I like watching stuff that I like. So, fuck it. <laughs> anyway, talking about not having anything good to watch, you were given some 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 homework um in I regards did. to watching star trek 3 i did um, watch which it. which I, I get annoyed at because um uh, people people think this one's crap and it's not no it's not because um, it's always the odd because it's, it's only called crap because they want to go oh the odd number star trek's is shit it's like fuck off you're a strange shit um yeah no it's not um, in fact, it's, there, there's some really good moments in it. Um, I mean, it, it, it. It is really good. It's um, yeah. So this is Leonard Nimoy's first directorial debut for a Star Trek thing uh, film. Uh, apparently, his son was in it somewhere. Adam Nimoy, who's married to Terry Farrell from who played Dax in Deep Space Nine, also directed also directed a lot of B five episodes too. Um, yeah, I knew that. Um, so just as, as a thing, and and it's quite good because an episode that he it's a film that he's barely in, so it's perfect for him to direct. Um, there are some there's there's some there's some there's a weird bit in there I want to want to go back to when when with Savick and, and and Spock on the planet, or shall or shall cover on, but um, it's I let's 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 think about it so. I'm trying to think of the best place to start. I might as well just start at the beginning. So it starts off with the, the Spock dying scene and it's like tiny and gets yes. bigger in black and white. And I want to know how the security footage managed to match the cinematography. Um, <laughs> always a big question because um, apparently reviewing the security footage and McCoy's having issues because he keeps thinking mm. he's Vulcan. 
and there's a bit further on where he is on the science station and he says something and, he, and it's Spock's voice and everyone turns around and looks at him and he's like, did I do it right? He went, yeah, you did it fine. Um, he's desperate to get off the, the planet and I think he's going, supposed to go to wherever it is in the Vulcan homeworld to have his chakra, or not chakra, what do they call it? What's it, uh, it was chakra. It was the chakra. Is, it was, uh, is it chakra? Oh no, what was it? Catra. 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 Okay. Sounds like chakra. But it's Catra, to have his Catra removed. Um, and then you've got the... the I hate the Abirth class. Right, one of the ships I dislike most in Star Trek is the Abirth class Star Trek. So you've got the Grissom. They just look, always look crap. <laughs> Sorry if I've got a stationed on an Abirth class ship. Uh, like a, a Constitution, fine. Uh, Galaxy class, fine. The Whatever the one that the Reliant was, fine. Nebula class, fine. Divine class, fine. Voyager class, fine. Just the Abirth class, you look at that, and that's one ship in Star Trek that always has the shit being out of it. Um, mm. And they've they've gone to the Genesis planet, and it's part of my brain was like, kind of, oh, they re in my youth, I always thought that they reformed the planet that, that Khan and that lot were on, the one where they had the cave and everything. Then I realised, no, that Nebula built the planet. The Nebula yes. went at the end of the thing, you see it go, and I was just like, oh, it's taken like 40 years to figure that out. Um... <laughs> And then they put the, 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 the Genesis planet together and whatnot, and they, they're down there and they're looking for stuff. Um, sorry, no, they detect stuff, and the, the captain's being very, like, I don't want to get in trouble. This is like really, this is like really sensitive. If we fuck this up, um, it's my job and your job and his job, everyone's job here. Yeah, we, we, we have to do this by the book, by the number. If anything weird shit happens, uh, I'm calling it in because uh, this, this is supposed to happen. Um, so he's got that. So you've got Sarek going, oh, we've detected something down there. We can, we can go and have a look. It's the, the, the climates are all weird and, and this, that, and the other. Mad shit's going down there. We need to go and we need to, you know, need to go down there and see what's going on. And it's like, oh, no, no. And then you've got Kirk, who's decided that, you know what? Fuck Starfleet. <laughs> he's just reached the conclusion after talking to, to Savick. He's gone, nah, fuck Starfleet. I'm going to steal the Enterprise. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot happens. You're, you're sort of paraphrasing a bit there. I mean, oh, they yeah. get back to Earth. Um, they all, they think Spock is dead, although they can't understand why McCoy is kind mm. of channeling Spock, yeah. right? And then they see that he does something to him, but they still think Spock is dead, right? And it's only when Sarek turns up at his door and says, you know, what the fuck were you doing? Um, you know, how could you do that? And and Kirk's like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? And so I go, you left him. He's dead. He's did, Jim. He's did. He's did. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, and then everybody gets re re sort of assigned because they basically said the Enterprise isn't going to get fixed. The Enterprise is being decommissioned, um, which doesn't make any fucking sense, right? No, it does. Bearing in it mind does. the end of the... no. Hang on a second. That ship is shagged. That ship has been. Is absolutely shagged. The super they all to do is come back into dock because the superstructure's fucked, mate. If it gets into a fight, it's just gonna crumble like a paper bag. Yeah, it, it like you know, like Galactica was at the end of of of, of, of Battlestar Galactica. That's all it had to do. It's just the superstructure's gone, mate. We, we, yeah, it, 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 was it there, doesn't make sense in the thing, but you're right. If they'd said something like that, you're right. But and, it looked shagged too. Yeah, but it. It's that at that point that he realizes that there might be a possibility that Spock is still alive, and then meanwhile you see, yeah, you see uh, Sarah and David beam down because they detect a life form that they shouldn't be detecting, um, and then it cuts back between Kirk's lot and this, and then yeah, basically yeah, I, I, Kirk goes and asks permission from a, a very eighties-looking American um, person, I should say, of color. Um, uh, what he does, he, he, the he, black he, he dude in very... charge, the ad, the, yeah. the guy in charge of the admiralty. He goes to um, him. He says, and... "Look." And he turns around. He goes, "Look, you've got forty-eight hours to find him. If you don't find him, sort it out in forty-eight hours. It's your badge, and your gun." <laughs> I mean, it, we should say that the 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 Genesis planet has caused quite a lot of uh, political upheaval in the Federation, and they do touch on that. They basically say, "Look, you know." Everyone's a bit pissed off. Um, people think we've got like a, some kind of fucking weapon of super mass destruction, weapon. super yeah. weapon. Um, and so this is all a bit touchy-touchy. So I can't just let you go wading in there, Jim, with, with a fucked up ship because, you know, problems. And so you do kind of understand where he's coming from. But Kirk's like, fuck that. I'm going anyway and I'm going to steal the ship. 
cut back to um, uh, the, whatever it's called, the Grissom or whatever it is. And then, you know, great Scott uh, turns up as his really sort of uh, no, overcome. No, no, no. So, 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 no, because you have the bit where he picks up the, the, the Genesis information from his bird and he goes, Have you yeah. read it? And he went, She went, Yeah. And he went, Oh, fuck. I'll kill you now. Well, I get to die with honor. Did you know in the original draft of the story that's supposed to be a stolen Romulan world bird? Yes, because she is she was Romulan, effectively. She looks a bit Romulan, but they never I'm sure she was touched on it. On. She just they put like a thing over it, so she didn't look like she got. I thought she was well. I thought she was meant to be a Romulan, um, but yes, I did know that she was meant to be. Um, I kind of, yeah. I mean, okay, so she gets blown up. Um, and then he comes up and he blows up the Grissom and Sawak and Thingy is still down. Then it cuts to Kirk and the whole, you know, them nicking the Enterprise mm. scene. Uh, Uhuru, I love uh, that bit with right. Go on. Hang on a second because they do the thing with the cloaking device. Yeah, and I know that right. So cloaking device in like kind of Star Trek is supposed to bend light and thing. It's not. It's not supposed to distort space behind it. It's, no. uh, that's only there because it was really crap to say so there's an invisible ship out there and no one gets to see fuck all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it would be a really crap fucking thing if you just look out the window, it's there. Yeah, you could spot it on the sensors with easy. The stars are getting distorted over there. Yeah, it would. But for the sake of the story, you've got that kind of distortion. And it has that weird noise, which is really cool. The decloaking yes. noise, which I actually <laughs> love. Yeah, I liked that. Um, I, I think I mean the bit where they steal the Enterprise is great because it's a whole sort of ten minute scene. You get the really sort of insufferable young cadet with 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 Uhura, and then Uhura just turns around and fucking you know get in there, go on, get in there. Um, and the whole bit with um, uh, Sulu and the fucking two beefy fucking uh, security guards that are like, "What do you want, Tiny?" And then like Sulu fucking thanks them. <laughs> Don't call me Tiny. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty has the best two bits in it. Yes, yes. He removes the spark plugs pretty much from the next yes. yes, yeah, yes. And he hands them off because it's like these are the spark plugs. And then the bit with the doors, where they're leaving. He goes, Scotty, the doors, Scotty. We're getting close, Scotty, the doors. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Do you know what the thing is? I fucking loved it as a kid. I loved the Excelsior. I yeah, the, the Excelsior was cool. I really wanted to see. It had a thing on this, so it could go up to warp twenty-three. Yep. Where, know, that was work. when they said. That's when they said trans warp was like something different to what they then decided trans warp was, and then it's, they changed it again okay. when the Borg developed trans warp right, conduits. So, um, right, so, so, so hang on a second. With I know that that they changed the warp scale between the original series and Next Generation. Yeah, so they, they changed the warp scale. So it, it's like kind of, and I probably wind up doing it again, but they definitely, you know, they, they moved it around and stuff. So, yeah, it was... Um, it the was stealing scene, though, is really good. I mean, the, the, the stealing scene of the the, 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 the... the way they steal the Enterprise is really good. And, you, you know, the whole sort of like sneaking around, um, the breaking out of McCoy because he's been arrested after bumping into, um, you know, going into a bar and getting into a fight yeah. with a dodgy-looking alien. Um, and um, the whole stealing of the Enterprise scene is really good. Um, then, obviously, they, they you know, best speed to Genesis. So mm -hmm. they, they turn up at Genesis and basically discover no ship. And then there's some shenanigans going on. And then and they then kind you, of... And then you have Christopher Lloyd's Krug... Yeah, which yeah. he set. He literally he set the the benchmark from Klingons all the way through to Discovery. He set yeah. that benchmark. That's how he, he he. That's how Klingons were played all the way through. And there's some there's some bits in there where it's like I always find it stupid when a leader kills one of their crew for failing them. Because it's like kind of mm. we're well, going to stick up with this shit, yeah. I always feel that there's more of them, one of him, yeah. But at the same time, he's running a top secret mission and he can't fuck up because he fucks up everything, goes to to, to shit. It, he is a bit arch, but he's a bit arch in a good it's way. Good arch. Uh, it's good arch. Uh, it's good arch, really good. and 
And, you know, when when they basically, you know, he fucks up the Enterprise a little bit more, but Kirk being Kirk, you know, fucks oh. him up back. Oh, um, I love, I'd love that. I love that because it's the... it's We've still got David's death that we haven't covered quite that, but it's the fact that when the guy David's gets on death, board... Yeah, David's death happens after he blows the Enterprise David's, up. No, it doesn't. No, before it the Enterprise before... up. Yeah, yeah. David's death doesn't. Yeah, they fuck each other up, so it's a bit of a stalemate, right? They can't shoot at each other; it's a bit of a stalemate. And and basically, the way the way uh, Christopher Lloyd's character Klingon sort of breaks the stalemate is by taking, um, you know, um, hostage all of the all the people on the planet, including Spock, because at this point Savak and David have found Spock. But then they realize that the planet's kind of dying. It's at this point that Genesis starts to break down. Um, yeah. So you realize that Genesis is a bit sort of unstable. Um, yes. But going but, back to the thing where he decides to fuck them up, because it's like he goes, right, everyone gets to transport to the rooms. Scotty, um, uh, Walter Koenig, uh, check off. You stay here arms the self-destruct sequence, and they've managed to time it perfectly so that the Kling- Klingons transport on at the same time that they, <laughs> they transport away, which is, mm. is just great because they turn up and then the Klingons, because they don't they don't quite understand English, but the crew understands English. And it's just like kind of, there's no one on the bridge. What do you mean there's no one on the bridge? Because uh, all I can hear is this, the, the computer. It looks all automated. It's, it's doing something down. It's like, holds it up to the thing. It goes, five, four. And he goes, get the fuck out. And he's like, get the fuck now like that because he knows he knows his english he knows what a countdown sounds like he knows that he's been and then the enterprise which is one of the the main i I describe it as as a character itself dies which i think is probably worse than killing off spark but yeah but that the emotion of that scene because obviously david gets killed before this I was and more emotional. Actually, oh, no, hang on a second. I'm more emotional yeah. about the Enterprise blowing up. They were more yeah, emotional but, about the Enterprise blowing up. But Kirk's no, but Kirk. I mean, that was a bit of quite good acting by William Shatner, where it's like, "You bastard! You killed my son." It's like, "What did you say? You killed a bastard! You killed my son!" And it, it's there, and it, it's raw. Um, and then he's like, "Well, fuck you," um, and he does the the whole. Um, Blowing up the Enterprise, self-destruction of the Enterprise, and you, and they they do the ultimate thing. They kill the Enterprise, which nobody ever that that was probably the most shocking moment in any Star Trek film. Mm. It's more it's so than killing off where Spock. They're, where, they're, where they're standing on the thing, and you can see it burning up in the atmosphere. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I'm so sad. Just watching them, just when they're looking at it, going, oh, we like that ship. I thought we were going to get it fixed. Yeah, but, no, but it's like great, you know. You know what? Did, what? Yeah, and Kirk questions himself again. Rare in in Star Trek history that Kirk questions himself. And there's this great line. He goes, "What have I done?" And uh, McCoy turns around and puts his hand on the shoulder. The only thing you could have done, Jim, you gave us a fighting chance. And it, mm. it's it's a that it's a little moment, and it's brilliant. And it and it makes the emotion of the 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 whole scene. And then of course it the, the you know that pause in the action to sort of. You know, give give the Enterprise one last swan song, and the way the way they the whole destruction of it was so well filmed. Oh, it looked fantastic! And, it did and you, and you know the, the way the top layer blow up, and then the front part of the saucer section comes out, then it tips over as it gets pulled into the gravity well. They really thought that thing through. Um, and then it was, and then yeah. of course, I mean, by this point you realise that again, it, you 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 mentioned earlier about him killing off a crew member. Well, most of the fucking crew, you know, beamed onto the Enterprise. So you've only got a few Klingons down on the planet taking hostage because they had to beam some of them back up because he only had a very small crew complement. Mm. And he lost most of them. So at this point, they're like, right, let's go find them. And, and, and they get to them, but the planet's basically getting destroyed around them. Yeah. And uh, they, 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 they get beamed up to the ship, but they won't, you know, it's like, look, this planet's dying. Kirk's like, beam us up. So he beams everyone up but Kirk, and then he beams down, yes. right? And then we get the fucking Gorn fight all over again. Um, but in oh, all this time, was, it's it's, that... it's two arch actors fucking fighting each other on this planet that is exploding, and you get all these one-liners, and, you know, it's like, you know, 
the bit where where Kirk still tries to save him. Kirk yeah. still tries to fucking save him, and, and then, then he tries like, to kill him. And then, well, then Kirk what, just turns yeah. around and starts kicking him. And says, "I have had enough. Enough <laughs> of you." <laughs> yeah, and kicks him off the uh, th- uh, off the thing, and then he beams up, thinking he's about to. Uh, um, you know, he's going to then have to fight a load more Klingons, but who knew the crew of the Enterprise took the one fucking Klingon left on the ship hostage. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and, they overpowered. And then, they're all, and then they're all like, kind of, can you read Klingon? I haven't got a clue. I think it's, which button? Which is the button that makes it go? <laughs> What's the on So, what, just when you think the film is over, no, they, they managed to, uh, it's like, uh, this one. No, 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 this one. I this one, <laughs> that whole thing with Scotty and Sulu, um, and click, and, the, and the ship goes into warp just as Genesis goes. One of my favorite um, spaceship designs of Klingon Bird of Prey. Oh, the Bird of Prey is awesome. Um, that, that the, the, the Romulan to Daradax one, or and the uh, and the original Enterprise are the ones that in Star Trek, even at Excelsior to a degree, but they're the ones I look at and go, I like them, they're nice. And so then, you know, best speed to Vulcan. They land on Vulcan, and basically, um, uh, there's a whole thing of there's Vulcan mysticism and you know, kind of and kind of all this like chanting and stuff. Oh, and basically, yeah. Spock turns up with 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 Catra, but still a bit vague as to who it is. And then the the film kind of ends with him going and quoting um, the friend line, isn't it? No, he says to Kirk, he goes, is the ship safe? And he goes, yeah. is the ship safe? Yeah. And yeah, and that's, 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 uh, uh, that was a good one. Um, I really like this one. One of my favorite, one of my favorite ones. I loved it. It, it. It's funny. You always sort of like diss it. And then you actually go and watch it. And you go, no, actually, this was a really fucking good one. Um, and 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 I think it's that myth that all all the odd numbered Star Trek films are bad and they're not. The actual only odd numbered Star Trek film that's truly bad is really well, and even that's not truly bad. Um, is Star Trek Five? But and um, we'll 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 come to that because actually, I'm watching that at the moment, and there are some good things. The fucking bridge of the Enterprise, really fucking cool in Star Trek Five. But we'll get to that. Um, because the bridge you see at the end of the well, spoilers, Star Trek Four is not the same one. And there's a thing about that. Um, but uh <laughs> um but Star Trek Star Trek three was good. Um I like Christopher Lloyd's um Christopher Klingon. Lloyd. He's not he, he's, he's not, the base plate for all Klingons. He said that he is, system. but I think I think Christopher Lambert's Chang kind of steals it. Chris, Christopher uh, Lambert. Like, yeah, it was Christopher Lambert as um Christopher, uh, Christopher Plummer. Christopher yeah, I was going to say, uh, his daughter played as, bloody as, what's so much yeah. the bad guy in Picard, mate. Christopher Lambert, uh, Plummer's daughter, Plummer. um, uh, Plummer's role as Chang. You, you, you know, tuck back, tuck back. You haven't experienced. Oh, you haven't that's... experienced Shakespeare until you've heard him in the original Klingon. Well, uh, that's the other thing too, because this is the first time you had the Klingon language. Yes. Yes. And. This is and true. Developed a Klingon language for Actually, no, Paul don't you hear it at the beginning of Star Trek? I think you no, do hear some no, of it. you do, but it's not the same. It's, uh... Okay. Yes. Um, um, but no, I think... I'm looking forward to getting on to Star Trek VI. Um, but, uh, no, this was good. This was actually good. I've forgotten how good it was re-watching it recently. And I went straight on and watched Star Trek IV. Um, because you had to I complete that watching, trilogy. I started, I started watching Star Trek 4. I don't like Star Trek 4. I really don't There's like bits that I like. We can talk and about next The fact next that it got Klingon Bird of Prey flying around in that, that's cool. Outside that. But I love the fact that they call it the Bounty, but we'll come back to it. I like. Mm-hmm. I liked the name of it. Um, and they redid the, the, the interior, so it was a bit more Klingon. Yes. Um, um, but we will come back to it, because there are things in Star Trek 4 I generally enjoy. Um, it's as a f- movie, I get it, but there are things I like. Um, the director's cut is better. Um, there's a few sorry, scenes. I've got the director's cut. There's a few extra things in it. Um, the 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 the, the, the cinema. It's not the director's cut. It's the cinematic one because Star Trek Four, when it was broadcast on TV, was cut down. Um, Biffa, and that was the one that was available on video. Hmm? I'm just like Biffa, go back and watch it and listen to how they sound. They, it's not clear on. I'm such a fucking nerd knowing that. 
No, you're just a Star Trek encyclopedia. When I put my notes together, it's got, this is the first time they spoke Klingon. As in Klingon, Klingon, as in the constructed Klingon language. You see, actually, made up right. Yeah. Gaff will never admit this, right? But mm. it's, but the, but but it has to be true. He is a he is the most Star Trek encyclopedia person no, I know. He knows more about Star Trek. Yes, you fucking are, because you love Star Trek, and you're never going to admit it. But one of these days, one of these days, you, you will admit it. You know more about Star Trek than anyone I fucking know, and you still claim not to be a fan. I call bullshit. I call fucking bullshit. <laughs> you love it. You love it. You go to be going, oh, Captain Kirk, um, and you just won't admit it. You have a problem, just, and you're not like, going to admit it. I never knew who Gary Seven was. I'll be honest. I never knew who Gary Seven was. Uh, no the fucking idea what I you're did. talking That's about. Why. <laughs> That's why. That's um, why I don't know Gary Seven. Is my brain just went rubbish? Keep the cool shit. Forget the other. Um, but I've I've yeah. enjoyed I, I've enjoyed the first three films. Um, I actually enjoyed Search for Spock way more than I thought I was going to. Um, and yeah, I. We, we we need to go through Star Trek Four. There are moments in there that oh, are quite I, I'm, good. I'm, I'm going to watch it. It's not. It's when we get to Star Trek Five, and I'll be like, actually, the the opening to Star Trek Five is quite good. The opening, you, I, I I'll let you rewatch it, and you'll go. Actually, yeah, I like the beginning of it. Yeah. No. Um, no sorry, Steve. I have no idea who Gary Seven was. I I learned that like two years ago. Who Gary Seven was. I know why because. If it's poop, my brain just fucking rejects it. There's a... what? You're gonna have to tell me because I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you know who Gary Seven is? No, I have no In idea Star what Trek, you're talking about. Star Trek original series. What? Gary Seven in the Star Trek original series. Oh my god! Why do you think I know more about Star Trek than you? Oh fuck off! <laughs> Go on. I'm so... <laughs> Anyway, it's quite hidden posters. Anyhow, who is Gary Seven? Explain to me, novice. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Time traveling alien that was living on Earth with a funky door and a cat. And and, and, now I remember, um, yeah, now I remember. And a sexy assistant, it was kind of their version of Doctor Who. Yeah, I I remember now. I know what you're talking about now. I do remember that episode. It's not just me, I can remember fucking Gary Seven. That was a terrible idea. Um, yep. Anyway, yep, going back can... to just going back to Star Trek. So we've got the next one to watch is the the, the Voyage Home, which is features the whales. Um, and I'm not talking about the country. <laughs> we were to, they made a mistake. They bring two Welsh people back from the 20th century. <laughs> Listen, we need to hear the Welsh language. <laughs> I think yeah, I think you've got to watch it when you're in a good mood. But there are there are some brilliant moments in Star Trek. It, right. So, so my problem is is it's not a bad film. It's not a good Star Trek film. Agreed. But there yeah, are brilliant Star Trek film, moments in it. It's, it's, a, it's another film with the Star Trek characters in it. It feels like a sketch. Yeah, in moments, it does. Space, you know what I mean? But the, the, the ending is good. There are brilliant moments in it. I don't like it being in the 1980s of America. I found that quite jarring, the whole Wales thing. You're right. It doesn't really feel like a Star Trek pit, you know, because there's no Enterprise. Tackling on Bird of Prey is really small. How did you fit two fucking humpback whales in there? Well, you can walk around it. it. It's that small. Sorry. True. Um, Scotty hasn't figured out dimensional engineering yet. I wouldn't put it past him, but... Come, we'll um, no, we, we need to come back to it next week because we, we, we need something to talk about we next do. week. Um, Star Trek 3, worth watching. Um, yes, definitely. Star Trek 4, Star Trek 4 next week. Um, probably won't talk about Ahsoka unless something really amazing happens, which I can't think it will. Um, so yeah, nothing's gonna happen. You're just all you're gonna get is you'll get um, Fawn would have would have uh, persuaded Ezra to be his dark Jedi. That's what I've got. Well, they're saying that there was a third uh person you didn't see in the trailers that is masked. And is hanging around with Ray Stevens. Yeah, they're, they're, well, if it's Starkiller, that would be actually quite fucking kill, uh, cool to lift him from the game. That would be quite kind of cool. Um, I'm, you know, there is rumours that, that that they could be bringing what's his face in from from uh, Jedi Fallen Order, um, or it's Ezra. 
If it's Ezra, I'm switching off because Ezra. It's Ezra. It's Ezra. Oh, Keith, it's Ezra. It's... I can tell you it's Ezra now. I know. I can tell Ezra. you it's Ezra now because that's the only, only bloody point to him being there. He's a bloke and he just happens to be a bad guy too. And he'll die. He'll die by the end of Ahsoka. It I makes me my... sad that this is the last thing that Ray Stevenson was in. Um, it makes me sad because Ray Stevenson was, by all accounts, a good guy and he's quite a good actor. So um, it makes great me sad, punisher. But Shane didn't get. Yeah. Shane didn't get yeah. proper Punisher sort of. Yeah. He did kind of proper yeah. kind of run out as a Punisher, but hey ho. So next week, yes. voyage home. See if we can find some other stuff to talk about. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we got some trailers and shit to talk about next week. We're we're, we're yeah. holding those over, and there was a few other bits. So I'll make some notes over the uh, thing. There was a few things while we're off. Can to, I ask to... that you make them legible so I can read them? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I was just watching. It's just, um, just sending me links. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> thanks to everybody who was in the chat. It's been quite. Um, quite uh lively tonight so thank you i i you know even you were arguing amongst each other that's a good thing and no chuck in the crowd uh, crowd tonight he's in iceland it's in iceland but... well, as, as a shop from the high, up the high street <laughs> yeah 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 the frozen fruit shop iceland. <laughs> he's gone to iceland uh he's genuinely in iceland he arrived this morning and it looks amazing and you bastard uh not jealous um a- anyway um yeah, well, thanks. And see you next week. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. Whatever, Keith. Bloody hell. Do it properly. Bye.